You are now listening to a Rabble Press podcast. I didn't expect some kind of cinematic inquisition. Nobody expects a cinematic inquisition. Welcome everybody to the Cinematic Inquisition. My name is Tyler Hoskin. Joining me today is Mark Bunn. Hey, hey, hey. And Lindsay Shrepko. Hello. Mulder. Here we are again, talking about movies. That's just about it. We're uh, we're going with the uh, the favorite of everybody, the <laughs> the French Dispatch. That's the favorite for us. I mean, yeah, these other jackals that are on Rabble Press, they they don't they don't, they don't appreciate they don't appreciate no. the uh, no way. the wildness that is Wes Anderson. <laughs> dryness that is Wes Anderson but it's so good it was just it was so all over the place it was fucking amazing like it was hard to follow yes yes but oh man if you're trying to think of it as one whole film it is hard to follow but if you think of it as three short films put together I I have to say though Tilda Tilda Swinton Tilda Swinton. Swinton, yeah. Brilliant. I thought she was hilarious. Like she is such an underappreciated actress. I think a lot of people. She's she's such a chameleon. Like she really presses um, uh, the makeup department's boundaries all the time, and shit she does. And this is no exception. And she just always brings something to the table that you don't really realize you want. And then you see her and you're like, that's exactly what I wanted. Yeah. It's, she was really, really good. She went all in for this one for sure. Yeah. And I think, I think everybody did, to be honest. They all, yeah, it's weird because Adrian Brody, like I find him okay, but whenever he's in a Wes Anderson movie, I think he's just freaking awesome. Right. And he, I mean, in Grand Budapest Hotel, I mean, he was freaking amazing. That was fantastic, yeah. The, uh, oh, the kid. Flash. Zero? <laughs> he, again, you, you see him in Spider-Man, and you're like, yeah. who is this jackass? <laughs> but That's zero, come him, on. You see him in a Wes Anderson film, and you're like, you're fucking hilarious, bro. <laughs> and you just you don't you don't get to appreciate that. No. Unless you're watching a Wes Anderson film. I don't think he, he had a single line of dialogue in this. I movie. don't think he did. Because he uses the flashback scenes and just painting and shit. <laughs> <laughs> so good. It's so it's again not Wes Anderson is definitely not meant for the everyday person oh like, no 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 even you know artistes and and the bougie, bougie people would probably have a hard time with it but yeah. he's just so clever yes and unnatural and it's so I, good. i just i love how everything was filmed like i think one of my favorite parts was all the like still shots where everybody is like actually just still and they're like ever so slightly yeah. twitching. Yeah. <laughs> those those are my favorite. I just died every time. They're just ridiculous. 
Uh, and that's it. There's a ridiculousness to his films. Yeah. And it it's it pushes it each time. Like every time I watch another Wes Anderson, I I'm like, fuck, did I just watch? <laughs> but I, I really liked it. Yeah, it's in a good way. It's not a what the fuck did I just watch and why did I just do that to myself? Yeah, where's my you know two hours or whatever? No, it's I need to watch this again, but. Yeah, I still don't think it. It's, I'm going to be able to wrap my head around it. Especially with this film, you really have to watch it a couple times just because of the three different storylines and how each one is a lot different from the other. Uh, I mean, you have that little animated sequence in that third one, which came out of nowhere, but I freaking loved it. Oh, that was great, too. That was yeah. so random. I was like, yeah. where, where did this come from and why are we doing yeah. this? I don't care. I love it. <laughs> Because it was, it was the car chase, right? Yeah. 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 Oh. oh, my God. <laughs> oh, the yeah. Bicycle? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, again, you watch it. And I. It, it's funny because it's almost like I have two people watching it, even though it's only me. Because I'm watching it and I'm, you know, sort of like shaking my head, chuckling, going, this is fucking amazing. <laughs> but then I also have Chris's voice in the back of my head giving what his commentary would be which is how are you making me still watch this every like every single like even the opening credits like mm. that's about as far as i think chris would have actually gotten this movie yeah maybe maybe, maybe 30 really? seconds oh yeah i don't even think we got that far i, th- I think he would just saw the title who's the movie <laughs> like, nope. no but that's it um even the opening credits i'm watching the opening credits and i'm like i, I could just hear Chris's heavy sighs, thinking, "What are you making me watch?" Like, like nails on a chalkboard. It really is, and and that's it. So I'm I'm getting two different perspectives, even it's just even though it's just me watching it, because I I you know couple parts that I kind of laughed out loud at just how weird and and zany it was, and as I'm laughing out loud, I I get the commentary in the back of my head and Chris's voice going. The fuck are you laughing at? This isn't even funny. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I was and like, yeah, the three the three different Well, I guess there were kind of four parts. The the last part was kind of smallish just because it was everybody getting together to write the obituary of the of the issue. Of yeah. the, the, of the issue the, that they're putting out yeah. the last issue. Yeah. And then but to have three different kind of stories about the paper that kind of came out was really interesting at the same time as being very hilarious and ridiculous at the same time. Well, each section was uh, like a section of like an actual magazine, so you had right. the arts for the first one. And then the second one was... What was the second one? based on uh it was about the the revolution and the manifesto yeah with the actual like heading of that oh last one was food review right right i don't yeah about the kidnapping instead of the actual food review yeah that's right (laughs) because it's about the chef yeah oh jeffrey wright and his narration oh my god yeah that was he's a new morgan freeman that was so good yeah it was so good i loved it just how he talked to the camera. To, um, kudos to Houston's uh, narration at the beginning, too. I told yes. him, like, I'm trying to figure out who that voice was. I'm like, who is that voice? And then 
when he came out there, I'm like, oh, yeah, Angelica Houston, of course. Damn. See, and I, it took me a moment as well because what, as it was going into the first one, I thought maybe it was Tilda Swinton doing something else. That's what I thought, too. Yeah, You know, that's who I thought it was. But then I'm like, wait a minute. There's someone missing here who I... Ah, uh, right. That's who. Oh, man. Yeah, he's... Yeah. <laughs> it's, and it's hard... No, and this is, this is the thing, because it's so hard to describe. It is. You're right. It's what very hard to describe. happens on the screen. Like, you know... And again, I know Benicio Del Toro and that whole thing with the painting and that. Like, it... Yep. I'm, I'm like, I'm so confused as to what I'm supposed to be focusing on here right now. And then same with, like, Francis McDormand and Timothy Chalamet. And I'm like, what am I supposed to be focusing on? Am I supposed to be focusing on their, what's happening out there or their <laughs> relationship? Because how it's drawing you in, it's, you're trying to see, you're trying to figure out what that article, what that section, what it is that they're they're writing about, what that mm-hmm. author was writing about. You're you're learning about the author in such an obscure way that you're like, I I don't I don't know where I, I you know it's it's like it's it's like one of those three D pictures and you're trying to focus so hard on the thing, it's a schooner, but you're trying to focus so hard on it that you're missing so much else. Yeah. But then when you try to move your attention away to somewhere else, you're missing other parts. It's. Oh. Yeah, the, That's why I love them. this one needs a couple watches at least, maybe even three, just sure. to make sure you've got it all to take it all I in. Watch, and that's it. Watch one part and then let it sink in. Yeah, yeah. And then watch. But yeah, again, definitely not for everyone. I I can't stress that enough. No, I mean if you're if you're a Wes Anderson film like fan, you'll love this film. Yes. Yeah. If you don't like his work, you will absolutely hate this. Yeah. There's there's no, no real gray area. Yeah. You need to understand how he films and what his little like humor and exactly <laughs> everything. Yeah. His writing. Yeah. Even the way he 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 frames shots as well. Like you, you see certain shots, you're like yep, that's a West Anderson film, right there. Oh, definitely. Certain shots like that. Yeah. Yeah. It just it Same production-wise. yeah right right from the beginning it was like yep this is what it is this yep. is this is Wes for sure no doubt about it you were, there was no way you were tricking Chris into watching this movie at all there was, oh no, no. I I, there, <laughs> I couldn't start it at any point in this movie and and try to no. pretend it was something else as I said like when I, he you said it was available. And I'm like, how come you haven't downloaded that from yet? He's like, I wanted to save you from it. (laughs) (laughs) You son of a bitch. That's what I wanted to watch. Again, there's, again, and what? It's three and maybe trots. That's about the only people I can see appreciating Wes Anderson. Yeah. Does Jeremy like it? Burridge? I don't think so. No, eh? I don't think so. I don't, I... I think that is beyond him. Okay. There's a lot beyond him. <laughs> he also doesn't like hot fuzz, so let's not get into this. Whoa! Ah, uh, yeah. Even. Nope. Yeah, no, that's, exactly. That's awful. That's just... Yeah. yeah. Whoa. Oh, no, he does not like... 
Yeah. Uh, I will we put can on a lot on yeah. horror, but if if I'm ever yeah. in a bad mood, I put on hot fuzz and I'm immediately happy again. Exactly. <laughs> There's every time. I don't care. It's it's doesn't it, matter what's know? going on. Doesn't matter. Put on hot fuzz and like sells. Yeah. No, and, and again, your father sells apples. And raspberries. <laughs> like I can't not laugh at that line every single time. It's just the subtleties of it. Which again there's clever in the haha funny laugh out loud way, and then there's Wes Anderson clever where you really have to think back that was funny. Right? Yeah. I'm supposed to laugh here? Because <laughs> I thought it was funny, but now I don't know. Because now we're going in a completely different direction. Well, and I think that's what great—that's what is great about Wes Anderson movies—is it makes you actually have to think about what actually happened on the screen. But they're all hilarious. They're all they're hilarious. hilarious. They just, again, you either you either appreciate it and get it, or you just never will. No. You know, you, you can tick off one box for Wes Anderson, and that okay, I watched a movie by him and never again. Because again, like, even thinking back to what, Rushmore? That was one of his first ones, That was right? his first breakouts, yeah. And thinking just how much more eclectic and obscure they have gotten mm-hmm. over, like, every time. It's just a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. You know? Trying to throw some someone into some of his newer works would, you know, be throwing them to the wolves really like throwing them in the deep end and saying swim and (laughs) they don't drown you know you kind of it's definitely something you have to ease into yeah like his other stuff is probably easier like Rushmore and Royal Tenenbaums yeah out there the easiest ones to get into and then of his later works probably Grand Budapest Budapest exactly and they go from there even his anime stuff Fantastic Mr. Fox and Isle Dog amazing right now those two, honestly, I think I don't think I've seen either one of them. I, I've talked to you about this many I know, times, and I think it, it has to do with the style of animation because yeah, some the style stop motion of animation. I'm never, I've never been a big fan of stop motion, so it's one of those things where it's like I'm the, the name of the director is pulling me in, but do it for Wes, it's it's so hard. <laughs> do it for, do Wes. It for Wes, I know, right? Because <laughs> you missed out on two of his best films. It's so I know. Good. I know, and I know I'd, I'd appreciate them. I know I would. It's just a matter of, like, ugh, can I get through the stop motion? I don't know. Uh, I think you could look beyond it. I think you can do it. Yeah. With the writing and the voice acting. Oh. I know. I know. And that's it. Like, again, it's... I I know as soon as I start watching it, I would get into it because of the script, but... Some things are just hard, you know, it's it's like uh, watching, again, watching, especially foreign TV series, but like watching a foreign film, I really have to get myself into the right frame of mind and mood to watch it, because if not, I'm going to fall asleep reading. <laughs> and that's what always happens. If I'm sort of like, eh, like I, I started that, what, we are we are all dead? Uh, are we all, all dead? Of us are, all of us are dead. All of us are dead. And yeah. again... Love the first episode, but then I got distracted, and then when I came back to it, I'm like, no, I'm going to stop it for now because I don't want to... You have to... I mean, because you don't know Korean, you literally have to... I have to pay attention, right? And and that's very much like a Wes Anderson film, because I remember there was one Wes Anderson film. I can't remember which one it was, 
But I was sort of sleepy, and I, I'm like, I, I fell asleep. I'm like, I didn't want to do that. So now I got to watch it again. But I have to be in the right sort of frame of mind for it. Mm-hmm. That's why I remember, like, I made it. And the, what sucks is it was like three weeks ago now that I watched The French Dispatch. And I haven't had an opportunity to want to sit down and watch it again without the distractions. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to go off memory. And again, the, I, I'm giggling at parts I don't quite remember. <laughs> but I know they made me laugh. So it's very, again, it's it's getting old. That's what it is. So, But I want to I wanna kind of dissect it and break it down and watch it in the littler parts to get the full effect of it. Yeah, I think that's definitely needed. All of it. Yeah. Yeah, because it's all just the little parts that are make sense and everything. And just like when when they find out that he's painted everything on the prison wall and you can't take it with you, it's like ah, come on, Fresco. <laughs> and that's it. It's th- those types of things, and it's like ah, so <laughs> hilarious. Because like, where was he gonna fucking paint it to begin with? He didn't give him any. You didn't give him anything to do it on. Everything was in the prison, like all his paint, like materials, where they came from. Right, oh. it all came within that prison. He didn't ask for anything outside. So good. He didn't even want money for it. That was even the best part. <laughs> just oh man, he just wanted to let this, uh, a pack of cigarettes at the beginning, didn't he, or something? <laughs> That's all he wanted. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I'm cool with that. Yeah. Some cigarettes. Brody gave him was it like thirteen and the rest on a check to be owed later. Yeah. When he got out. Oh, so good! And just the guard sitting there in the door, the doorway, just watching. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't say much. Yeah. Oh, so good. Oh, the best is when they're leaving after he finds us on the fresco and he wants to leave, but then all the the prison guys want money to get their mouth shut. And he opens the door, and there's just like a flood of them. Just <laughs> what do we do? Waiting to get paid. What do we do? Lock the door. I, I, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't have. I don't. I didn't bring me that, enough that money for the for the rest of these guys. Oh, so good. They're all just waiting they to just riot. The door. So yeah. good. <laughs> uh, makes me laugh still. Just uh, it's so ridiculous. It. Like it's. It's those small things that, and again, it, the uh, ridiculousness of a lot of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, that you can't not laugh at. Well, I think that's it, what makes it his, yeah. his movie. And it's so ridiculous, you could actually see some of this stuff happening in real life. Oh, for sure. <laughs> we as a species are not bright, and that's, no. that's pretty much it. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so good just yeah and you're right it's so hard to describe this m- movie without like just sitting there and going look you have to see this scene and that's it like and again like what how you said like he he's very purposeful in his shots and mm. how he chooses to shoot a scene and again you can watch a very small clip and no, it's a Wes Anderson movie. Like everything he does is with purpose. And it's again, it, it, a lot of people don't appreciate that. That's the one mm-hmm. thing I love about him. That even mm-hmm. if at sometimes I'm looking at it like I 
don't know what I'm, but I, I'm like, damn, I love this shot though. Yeah. You know, his use of color mm-hmm. and like the uh, aspect ratios when he changes them sometimes. Like, yeah, just, uh, yeah. The, the the whole the whole chess war scene. Oh, that killed me. Yeah. The the amount of time it took them to make a move, and they didn't give yeah. the other team any chance to make do anything. <laughs> Just, that's it. Time's up. Let's go. Oh, so good. Uh, yeah. I I don't know what else to say except for just watch the movie and you'll understand what we're yammering about. Exactly. Uh, Unless you don't like them, then don't watch it because don't we? That's we don't watch. Yeah. To hear about his mm-hmm. We don't need you to hate on Wes Anderson. He's. Uh, yeah. No. We we know if you don't like him, we get it. We know. <laughs> we understand. And if we have you haven't like heard that. of Wes Anderson and you want to get into stuff, don't start with this movie. No. <laughs> start with the other ones we recommended earlier. Yeah. Then you'll appreciate this one. Because exactly. this is this isn't his best work, and I wouldn't want someone who wants to get into Wes Anderson not watch his best work first. Because that or would be at least good. have an understanding of what what to expect. And again, you know, like Life Aquatic, and yeah, yeah, like they all have like these wow moments. But you you really have to understand from the earlier work how he gets to those moments in the movie that just it's like okay, that, that, this scene alone was worth it. Mm-hmm. You know? And if you don't watch some of his, er- his earlier stuff, you're going to go into this and be like, yeah, what just <laughs> happened? A what? <laughs> like, I don't even know who any of these people are. <laughs> what just happened? I don't even know. No. He probably doesn't at times. He probably doesn't. Like, no. this, cool. <laughs> yeah. this looks awesome. And you know what would make it great? Let's change the next scene and we'll make it animated. And that'll make it even better. Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, we Not can't afford... because of like, COVID issues that they had to, to swap to an anime feature, but apparently oh, it was I just assumed, done. Yeah, I just assumed everything was with purpose on that. Yeah. Didn't even occur to me to think, oh, maybe they had to do this. Like, that would save a lot of money, you know, trying to do a car chase scene with the actual film. That yeah, that probably, yeah, probably, yeah, probably. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah, no. That's just Wes Anderson. Yeah. yeah. Funny. Good times. Find a big enough guy to play that uh, big guy. It's probably hard to see the castle when, like that big. True. Yeah. That is true. Uh, all right. Well, uh, anything else on the uh, French Dispatch that you would like to touch on before we wrap her up for the evening? Just to watch it if you're a fan and if you're, you've never met him before, never been introduced to Wes Anderson, watch his earlier stuff, then watch this. Yeah. Right I also want to say you watch all of his work chronologically just because that way you get a better feel and understanding of how he evolves from where he started yeah. to where he is now. Because making this film, he it only allows him to make this film because of his previous work. Had he started with this film to begin with, I don't think he would be as successful as he is now. That's he, true. He, he wouldn't have been able to pull off this film. Yeah, no, I, I can, I can get, I can agree with that. Because all the success of those previous films allows him to experiment with this new format that he's done. Because, I mean, most all of his films have been like the straight plot A, to, you know, uh, B end point. Whereas this one is just 
you've got several mini movies into a single movie. Yeah. With different themes. That's true. That is true. Uh, how do you feel about doing Nightmare Alley for next week? Ooh, I'm excited yeah. for it. Done. Yes. I, want, I want to see that before, just after Spider-Man, but then, you know, when it shuts down, it's like, ah. Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, so we'll do uh, we'll do Nightmare Alley for next week. Um, if you're interested in watching it and then listening to us, do that. You've got a week. Ready, set, go. Uh, and th- that's another director that we all love, actually. Yeah, Mr. Del Toro. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for listening to the Cinematic Inquisition, and we will catch you next week. You've been listening to a Rabble Press podcast. Visit rabblepress.com for more podcasts.